Hey, howdy, hey! Welcome to a Villa Theory with me, Nicola Villa, and my wonderful me, husband. That's me, Siege. Big Siege. <laughs> You're wearing the headphones right now. Was that really loud? No. Okay, good. So we're still in the middle of COVID-19 here. We're home as much as we can. We're masking up whenever we leave the house. We're washing our hands more often. We are still sneaking in some Starbucks coffees here and there. Um, But we're doing okay. What I've really, really missed is hanging out with people. I miss nurturing relationships. I've had to, I feel like that's kind of one of my superpowers, Mm -hmm. relationships with people. Um, And so I've had to find new ways to do that. What have you missed? I think I've missed hugging my family. Yes. Just like being able to give my mom a big hug. Right. Um, You can hug me. It's okay. I know. Yeah, we hug. We (laughs) hug all the time. I Mm -hmm. hug the boys and I hug you and we're on the moon. We're like like, trapped in the International Space Station of Sparks. It's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just floating around in space, yeah. riding and our bikes. No one else is near us, but we can contact them through Slack and Instagram. <laughs> right. Instagram and, and we can see them outside, six feet apart. Yeah. We Give wave them a little wave. In the distance, yeah. We yeah. bumped into Kellen the other day on the walk. Yeah. That was a friend. A friend, yeah. friend in real life, outdoors. Yep. But yeah, for the most part, we haven't seen other people. Yeah, so today we really want to talk about one thing that has changed, and that is our kids' education. Yep. But first, I want to tell you how I've been uh, trying to maintain relationships a little different now through COVID. What is... Okay, so first, what if we list off all the ways that most people are probably maintaining, right? Zoom video call, right? That's one of my ways. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. I did at the beginning a lot. Yeah, Okay. Um, we have done, we have, so I think we've talked about quacks before, haven't we? Yes, definitely. So we have a friends group that we get together with on a like really frequent basis. And because we're not able to get together in person, we've been doing friends zoom calls and playing games online. The Jackbox games, super fun. Those have been really fun. Really fun. Highly recommend it. You don't really get to, um, talk a lot. Yeah, you don't break out games. into like one-on-ones, mm-hmm. but but it is tons of fun. Yeah. I mean, I love playing board games, so yeah. I think that's been good. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Marco a little Polo. bit Marco Polo. It's been huge for my friend group. Yeah, just like text messaging. Um Yeah, so those are all those are all pretty common ways. FaceTime, we've been mm-hmm. FaceTiming the piano teacher and Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so what is your super unique way that you've been keeping in okay, touch with your friends? So I just started doing this, and um, I have been actually I've only done it once, but I plan to do it a lot more. Yeah, um, and that is going on bike rides mm-hmm. virtually mm-hmm. with my friends. Yes, through our Peloton. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Yeah, I think that you wasn't it like. You got a personal record, a PR, yeah, and it was like how how much more than you usually get? It was I was at the time that it was like seventeen more. Oh my than, gosh, than it, normal. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think riding with your friends is your that's like the way that you get yeah. motivated. So I rode with two other friends, and um, one of the friends I knew she had just purchased her bike, so it was mm-hmm. only like her fourth ride. 
And then the other friend I knew had had it for like two months. And when you follow somebody on Peloton, you can see every single ride they've mm-hmm. done. And I can see that she's done a ride like every single day for the past Forever, two months. Forever, yeah. And she's doing like insanely hard rides. And I also know that she's ridiculously competitive. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought it would be interesting. And it really was. Like the whole time we were neck and neck and neck and neck uh-huh. until she just blew right past me. Oh my me. gosh. <laughs> but it kept me like... Definitely pushing harder yeah. than I would have. Yeah. And there's like, okay, so on on the Peloton um, bike, we have the we have a stationary bike. Um, when you're in a ride that is not live, so like if the instructor isn't streaming the, the ride live, then you are re-watching it later, but you can see the leaderboard of everyone who's ever taken it, mm-hmm. and the leaderboard is updated in real time with their their like total kilojoule output for that time period. Right. And so you can either see, you can see the entire leaderboard that's ever taken it. You can see, uh, you can filter down to just who's here today, or you can also, um, see your own kilojoule output compared to your own personal record. And so I think that this is a perfect leaderboard because there's three types of people. Or there's like three ways that you might want to motivate yourself using a leaderboard. One is I want to compete against myself. I want to make my a better version of myself. And it's like completely self-motivated. Um, and then there's the second version is like I want to be social and I want to give high fives to other people that are on the leaderboard with me right here, right now. And mm-hmm. or I want to ride with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so you can do that with a hashtag. So you can say, mm-hmm. what, what is your, what your even, hashtag? Okay, so hashtags would be separate because... Oh, I guess um, you're right. That's a fourth thing. There's a filter where you can see your friends. Yeah. People okay. who are you're following. Those yeah. will just automatically pop Oh, up. that's a different thing. Yeah, and so then, we okay. didn't even have to have the same hashtag. Wow. Yeah, okay. and also that's I think cool. you should say the personal records are not for that specific class. They're for the time limit. Yeah, so if you take a 30-minute ride, then it shows your personal record for the last time you took a 30-minute ride ever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. have to be the same exact like ride. Right. Have you ever repeated a class, actually? No. Wow. Have you? I have once. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's just so much new content, like, all the it's time. True. that, And yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person that doesn't rewatch stuff very much. Like, yeah, you, you tend I to do. rewatch, like, mm-hmm. old TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want the new. I want the new hottest. Right. So we, we did invest in a Peloton bike, obviously, a few months ago. I think we got it in February. Yeah. Right before COVID yeah. really hit. Um, so we lucked out on that. And I have been really, really, really impressed with all everything the quality of it the delivery yeah i mean the bike is amazing um but the instructors have been Mm -hmm. phenomenal they're entertaining which i need during a ride there are literally thousands of classes yeah music is amazing and so we were just doing it on our own whenever we could yeah not really realizing um two things one that you can hook up with your friends and do a bunch of rides with your friends and two it comes with um you have to purchase an app as well yeah which is another monthly fee um which i was a little bummed about at first because i was like you're already investing in such a beautiful piece of equipment now you have to do this subscription but man that subscription comes with Strength classes, meditation classes, mm-hmm. yoga, stretching. Yeah, um, running outside if you mm-hmm. want to do that. You can use your own treadmill and do their treadmill classes. You could even use your own bike. Yeah, so they sell they sell both a stationary bike and a treadmill. So the bike is, I think it's just Peloton bike, and then they have the Peloton tread, which mm-hmm. is the treadmill, which mm-hmm. they come with like a. Um, 
a monitor that has, it's basically like a, an Android tablet. I think it's just like a customized Android tablet that runs their own Peloton app that lets you view all the classes and see your workout history. And uh, what's really cool is they like, it's a, it is a complete package when you order the Peloton. Well, I guess we got the package version, but like we got the, we got some package that came with the clip in shoes. It came with the heart rate monitor. It came with water bottles. It came with headphones Headphones. that are like long and Mm -hmm. kind of like work well with the bike. It came with the whole bike delivery. Yeah. Weights, Mm -hmm. the, the pad that it goes on. Like it came with the whole, the whole thing and the whole package is just so well put together. It and is. Like, it's just such a And on top of that, machine. I feel like they're they're always trying to up their game. Mm-hmm. And they've also really gamified it, which yes. I think, as we know, I love games. Yeah. And so there are badges you can earn. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I mean, the PRs. They have contests talked, that run like yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, all every month there's different contests, like how many rides can you get in? How many miles can you get in? Right now they're doing something called a Pelathon. Yeah. And so they've split up all of the instructors into groups, and you got to pick which group you wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And each week there are um, new goals you have to yeah, hit. New so themes and stuff. last week they. You picked your group, and then you needed to take one class from every instructor in your group, mm-hmm. which was really cool because we hadn't taken some of those classes yep. before. And they did a great job of balancing it. So we had to take a meditation class, and we had to take a stretching class. Yeah. And we realized, oh, my gosh, we really love to stretch together yeah. at the end of the day. So we've been doing that. Um, this week, they want you to take two live classes. So just last week, we each took our first live class yeah. ever. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah, it's super fun because when it's pre-recorded, you kind of like you enter the class. There's a one minute warm up, and then you like immediately jump right in. Where, where as when it's live, you kind of get to see the instructor a little bit more ahead of time, as if you had just actually arrived to the physical spin class. Also, like for what it's worth, Nicole and I both had done spinning before in college and like at gyms and stuff. But you absolutely do not need any experience Mm-mm. doing spin to enjoy this and they make it there's like um there's a whole oh there's like a set of courses i I forget what they're called like a program or something Mm -hmm. and i did the whole beginners program which is a great way to sample uh, a bunch of different instructors and so um and also take like really intro beginner rides that talk about your um your form and right. how like, to properly yeah. sit on the bike and how yeah. to how to snap in unclip and, yeah. yeah snap in snap it's out it's definitely yeah. for every level they mm-hmm. meet you where you are yeah um, and the instructors will uh, they'll also give you like adjustments like if you're um, if you're trying to push hard and get a PR they'll say like all right now's the time to go all out or if you're just like learning and they say okay now we're gonna go from forty to sixty resistance or something like that, then you can kind of... Yeah. And I think the reason we had really never done a live class previously is because we just don't know what our day is really going to look like. Yeah. And neither of us really loves to commit to like, oh, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. and get yeah, this done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's typically when CJ does get his ride done. He'll get mm-hmm. up in the first thing in the morning and get on. But because there's thousands of classes, he could start at 6.11, not yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. And still get a good 20, 30, whatever he wants, minute ride. Yeah, they have, they have tons of rides that are 30 minutes. They have... Um, some that are 45 and then even some that are like 20 and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's all a whole bunch of like a whole bunch of things to choose from 10 minute warm ups, five minute warm ups, five minute cool downs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like huge. I think obviously like having that has contributed a lot to 
my hunkness for COVID, right? Yeah. Like helping weight loss and helping just right. um, cognitive function and happiness and overall just kind of like, I think I've stopped snoring. I think I've like slept better. Like there's just a whole bunch of like really great benefits. Yeah, my mood has it. is way better. Sometimes yeah. I will go a week without getting on the bike and I am definitely not as happy yeah. as I am on the weeks where I get a ride in every day. I've yeah. just been really surprised because, um, you know, we we weren't sure if we should buy this. Yeah. We were feeling like, you know, is this going to be something that we really use? Or is this just going to be something that sits in one of our rooms that we're going to be like, oh, man, why did we do that? We shouldn't yeah. have. We should have saved the money, whatever. And we that just hasn't been the case. Like, we love it. Yeah. It and is so good. The social pressure, too, that goes along with it, like... Oh, I forgot to talk about the integration. So, like, it connects with Spotify. Like, if you this, the music is really good, mm-hmm. and you can like like songs that will be added to your Spotify list. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it integrates with Strava, and so it can like uh, if you are on Strava and you're tracking your rides and your runs and your walks and kind of like all the miles that you're doing, then it can automatically sync and update that. Um, and it also by way of connecting to the health app and stuff, you can, you can have it feed the calories that you burn on Peloton into your, like my fitness pal or your other like calorie tracker. So, um, I just, I really like the, like how integrated it is with like the other quantified self type things that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic, really impressive. Yeah. And I, I read that their stock actually has, Exploded, Exploded yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. Everybody is home. Yep. Uh, so we thought maybe it was on your mind. Mm-hmm. You're trying to decide whether or not it would be a good fit for you and wanted to let you know. Yeah. That. If you have any questions about it or concerns or like ideas. Also, we probably have, I think we probably have like a discount code we can share. Um, yeah. I think it's I like, know. I think it might be a hundred dollars off. I, I need to look and see yeah. for sure. But like, well, cool. we can share something in the, um, in the show notes about it, uh, it's it is definitely an investment. It's pretty expensive, and we so like to give you a sense too. Like before we got this bike, Nicole had a gym membership that was fifty a month. Yeah, and my my gym membership was like one hundred twenty a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were already spending one seventy a month on gym memberships, and then we just like cut those out. Um, I think the monthly membership for this is forty. Yes. And then the bike, depending on what package you get, the bikes are like between two and three thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if you take if you take all of that and amortize out like how much you were already spending on gym and how much you might be spending on a bike, I think um for us the math netted out to like two years right. or something. Like And so then we like of course went on YouTube and started searching yeah. for people who have had their bikes for more than a few months yep. and they all still raved about it. They did. Yeah. And I think, um, I personally, I'm a very introverted person. And so, um, I don't like, or I don't like the friction of going to the gym either, especially in the morning when it's like, Oh, I have to get up, mm-hmm. get in the car, mm-hmm. drive all the way to the gym, mm-hmm. like see other people that I don't want to see maybe, or see people, you know, that I don't want them to see me in the morning when I'm just like Stumbling a bag of garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and instead I can just like go into the other room, like mm-hmm. walk into the other room, half asleep, snap my shoes quiet. on. It's super quiet, surprisingly yeah. quiet. So the boys will be asleep 
the, the only thing that's loud is the snapping in of the shoes. Uh-huh. But like once your shoes are snapped in, then that's like, it. yeah, that's the only thing you hear. You can like, it's a very, very like low hum, which is the, uh, the resistance provided from kind of the, the actual physical bike on the wheel, which is not like, I was, I've, I've been very impressed at how quiet it is because so I was quiet. worried that it was going to wake the kids, but mm-hmm. you pop the headphones in, snap your shoes on and like, they would I never know. We could leave the shoes snapped in. We could. <laughs> We could snap the shoes in the night before yeah. and just like come in and like slip your feet slip in. Slip your feet but, in. Oh yeah. uh, gosh, there might have, there might even be like some sort of pedals that we can replace it with that have like quieter clipping or something. Maybe it's really not that. It's loud. not a huge it's deal. Just it's just like, a, it's like, the only thing that makes a sound. Yeah, on the bike. and it's like at six a.m. when I'm clipping when everybody's in. like sort of awake anyway, yeah. and so when you hear the clip, you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay, dad's up. He's yeah. gonna take a ride. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Yeah. So that has been a game changer for us during COVID. Um, So also, we've needed to figure out what... I just... All of this really blows my mind because I really remember sitting here with you and being like, oh, we only have we get two weeks off school. Yay. And mm-hmm. then everything was going to go back to normal. I was working for the kids' school. We were going to go back to school for the last two months. So we we're going to have a nice summer. And then we were going to start again in the fall. Everything was going to be great. Mm-hmm. Nope, none of that is happening. <laughs> in fact, we are changing our kids' school. We're changing schools. So when we had those first two weeks off, I actually remember I had just gotten off the Peloton. Mm-hmm. And um, I logged into social media and saw that there was a new charter school opening near us. So I was like, what is this all about? I had heard that... Um, So there's another charter school at the south end of Reno, and it gets rave reviews from all of my mom friends. It's just way too far for us to even consider it. Mm -hmm. And I had heard that they were opening up another school near us. So Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, is this the one? Mm -hmm. So I did a bunch of research on it and was really impressed with what they had to offer. And the way charter schools work here, um, it's basically just a lottery system. So if you decide that you want to go there, you fill out an application, and then on the last day, they just run a lottery. And um, that's how they pick who's going to be going to their school. So I did a lot of research, and um, I've, I've learned that, that – um, to really convince CJ of something, <laughs> you've got to try to answer all the questions ahead of time. And if you can do that, then he will most likely say yes. <laughs> but also, I really wanted his feedback because when so our kids went to a preschool that had a kindergarten and that kindergarten class was incredible. Mm-hmm. The teacher was amazing. I think there were 14 kids in the class. There were two full-time teachers the whole time. Like you just couldn't get a better situation. And so when it was time to look for an elementary school, I couldn't find anything like it. Yeah. And so I do kind of feel like we settled for what we picked. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it felt like it was good enough. Yeah. And when I read all of these things about the charter school, it felt more like it was better fit for our family. Yeah. But I was concerned because I had a great relationship with the staff at mm-hmm. the kids' current school because I worked there. And we really like the people there. Love the people there. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure I really wanted to move the kids again. Yeah. Um, was the school really going to live up to the hype? I, there were just so many questions, but it felt like I just, I had to try. Yeah. 
And so we talked it out and I went ahead and applied and they ran the lottery and the kids got in. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh my gosh, are we doing this? <laughs> um, and we ultimately decided to do it. Yeah. So that meant I had to quit my job. I didn't have to, but it just doesn't make sense for me to continue to work there. Yeah. Um, and then had to inform the school that our kids would be leaving. Yeah. Um, and that was hard. That was really it hard was, for yeah. me to do. I am, like I said, a relationship person. And so I felt like I was letting my teacher down that I was working for. I loved working for her. I really enjoyed, I was working in second grade. I really liked that age group. I was going to have Grayson in my class next year. Mm-hmm. It was just all a really nice fit, but it wasn't perfect. Yep. Um, well, since then, we have... Now seeing that COVID is going to continue into the next school year. And so we've got to see how both schools are handling this transition. Yeah. And um, I'm going to give it over to you. I was just going to say like right now is a really interesting time to just step back and look at how everyone is dealing with COVID and how everyone is trying to respond to um, making sure that kids don't fall behind, but also making sure that we are being safe and that we're keeping teachers safe, that we're keeping kids safe um, and trying to do that balancing act of like making sure that kids continue to learn Mm -hmm. and making sure they continue to stay safe. Yeah. And so looking at what's happening in school districts around the country and around the world has been super interesting. And we got like a really uh, microscopic view of it between these two elementary schools mm-hmm. here in town. And so um, we, we just want to kind of like share what what's happening at um, a couple schools here and just chat about like the real the real struggle and the real frustration that is trying to balance those two things, keeping the kids and the teachers safe and keeping the kids in a place where they're learning and they're being productive and they're staying on track to be, you know, college bound or, you know, successful contributors to society. And also feeling like you're supporting your community, like families, most families have two full-time parents, working full-time parents outside of the house. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they don't have a choice like that, that has to happen. And so how are you going to keep a child safe at school? Um, Like you can't just send them home. And so it's just, it's so hard. And I don't envy the people who have to make these decisions. It's such a tough balancing act. Mm -hmm. Um, So our school came up with what we think is a really great system. Yeah. Um, They've decided, so they're in a very unique situation because they're a brand new school. Yes. Brand new. And they had not intended to fill up the school like they, the max capacity, I think, for students is like 1,100 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think this year they're only going to have 700. And that was always the plan. They're mm-hmm. going to start small and grow. The actual physical school isn't even done being built yet. Right. And so they needed, they needed like a little bit of breathing room mm-hmm. to help like finish out all the construction and everything. So. Exactly. And they didn't intend to have an eighth grade because I imagine it's hard to fill up eighth grade class. Everybody's like so invested in the school they're already right, in. Yep. Um, so because of that, they have extra space mm-hmm. at their school. So they Physical came, space. Right. Yep. Right, right. Like extra classrooms. Yeah. Um, 
So because of that, they came up with a plan where they're going to have three cohorts. One cohort will go to school Monday, Tuesday, and then do um, distance learning Thursday, Friday. Yep. And then flipped for the second cohort. So Mm -hmm. they'll be home Monday, Tuesday. They'll be in school with teacher Thursday, Friday. Um, And then the third one can stay home full time if they want. Uh, So basically, they're going to take one class, one second grade class, split it down the middle, and that's how they figure out um, if you're going Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday, yep. and then you can, again, opt to stay home altogether, mm-hmm. um, which I can see would be terrifying for a family who is out of the house full time. Yeah. What in the world is your child going to do mm-hmm. on those off days? Mm-hmm. Um well, first of all, I thought it was really cool that they are going to live stream the teacher. Mm-hmm. So it's for us, that's very different because uh, last time we didn't have any live streaming. Um, we just had like Zoom calls from home and worksheets and other things like that. So it was kind of like all on your own pace. This it seems like we can actually sit the kid down in front of a computer and the teacher is still going to be instructing them yep. on all of the different subjects. So that alone is a huge change yep. um, and a really big help. Um, we but, also we didn't say anything about what happens on Wednesday. Right. Half the kids go Monday, Tuesday. Half the kids go Thursday, Friday. What's mm-hmm. happening on Wednesday? So on Wednesday, they decided to do professional development days. Mm-hmm. So I think that the state granted the schools here, uh, the teachers can have extra professional development days for the year. So there's technically nothing that day for the kids. Like yep. that's a day off from school. It is, um, but I think it's like, personally, I think that's a really important component to a successful plan. Because I think that we're going into this new, this like crazy new way of learning and of doing school mm-hmm. and teachers who have been teaching for, I mean, maybe they've been teaching one year, maybe they've been teaching 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Like none of them have been teaching half the kids in the class mm-hmm. and half the kids online. And so right. professional development of like what software is available, right. what is going to be like the best approach to accepting assignments and returning assignments and like... And to even just say like, this is what happened on Monday, Tuesday. It doesn't feel like it's working. Yeah. What can we change? Exactly. And then, you know, they have that whole day to kind of bounce ideas off of each mm-hmm. other. Cross-pollinate mm-hmm. and they're like teaching styles and such, which yeah. I think is going to be really important to success. Yeah. So they're going to do that for the first five weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then um, I can't remember what happens from there. There's like a fall break. At fall break, they reevaluate I think, okay. everything. Yeah. Um, what I really, really like about this school is that they are utilizing technology. There's so many amazing software programs that can be used in yeah. schools, but I think they just haven't they haven't filtered into schools yet. Yeah. They're slowly making their way there. Um with things like Google Classroom. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think they're gonna use for live streaming? Um either Zoom or Google Meet. Okay. Yeah. Um even there's a bunch of like apps for parents to communicate with teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many things that I feel yeah. that they are really grade reporting, tuition, lunch money, mm-hmm. like, um, donations, PTOs, signups for calendar events, uh, getting volunteers for things right. like all of these have different software applications that enable you to do it in a more distributed way where mm-hmm. the parents can be home and everyone can be safe and, yeah. um, So I guess 
the reason why we really wanted to talk about this today um, is that you have to do what's best for your family. And it's okay to look at schools around you. I mean, there's usually private schools, charter schools, and public schools. And homeschool. And homeschool. And see, like, what fits best. And it's okay to switch to something else. Like, this still seems a little bit scary to me because it's new. Mm -hmm. And I wish that it was going to be different. I wish that they could start this new school in a traditional way. But the reality is we can't. And so we have to figure out what works. And so this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um. The old school we were at, they are going to do something fairly similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to split the, ki- the classes in half and um, find other places to um, have them also do live streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a much smaller campus, though, mm-hmm. of course, because they've never needed to spread out this much. So um, I might make it a little bit tricky, but basically just like... I don't know, figure out what your family needs and what you're comfortable with health-wise and education-wise. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, don't be afraid to advocate for it and find it. The other thing that I really liked about the new place is that they they formed a really tight partnership with the Boys and Girls Club where they're um, offering the option for those kids to watch remotely. Right. So... Our kids could be at the school building physically Monday through Friday if we wanted. So let's say we were in one cohort. We They were supposed to be there Monday, Tuesday in class. Wednesday is a no school day, no school day but Boys and Girls Club will be on campus. Mm-hmm. So they will socially distance them. You can pay to have them there that day. Mm-hmm. Then Thursday, Friday, that's the day they're supposed to be um, learning from a distance. Mm-hmm. And they are setting up classrooms and going to um, have the live stream going so, for their class. Yeah, so the, the Boys and Girls Club will be supervising students who will be in school but learning remotely mm-hmm. from like a different classroom, mm-hmm. which I think is a really great option for those parents who have, you know, maybe two jobs and are out of the house or they're, yep. you know, healthcare workers or whatever. Right. And they're, you know, there's a lot of folks who are not able to stay home mm-hmm. permanently. And so great option. Yeah. I mean, I have to say the, the principal of this school has just, I don't know, been really innovating and thinking mm-hmm. of ways to make everybody happy. They, When they did this call, they were announcing it um, to everybody. The Boys and Girls Club was on the call, and he was like, I'm so excited to do this with you guys. We've never done anything like this. Mm-hmm. You know, if this works, you know, we'd love to do it with other schools. Like, mm-hmm. it was really cool to see, like, just one person had this idea, mm-hmm. and it really could work yeah. at all of the other public schools and yeah. private schools all around the city. Yeah. Um, so it was, it's really exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to go really well. It's going to be yep. very different. Mm-hmm. It's even going to be hard not to have the kids here. I'm nervous about that. It'll be weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been home every day forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we're, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Hopefully that um, gives you some food for thought for the upcoming school year. I think that like soon after it starts, we'll probably come back and re-review it and chat about it. But um, if you want to follow us on Peloton, oh right, my my handle, your handle is friended me. My handle is Cjav Rides, so you can probably find us Cjav underscore Rides. Um, yours is friend, the letter N, and then me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It has clouds. Mine has my face. It's so cute. With my, my super <laughs> sweet headband. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have if you have thoughts about schools or whatever, uh, we'd love to hear. Uh, I just checked our Instagram, and we actually have more followers on our Avila Theory Instagram that we don't post on mm-hmm. than I do on my personal Instagram. Ooh, <laughs> so we will, we'll start spamming out on the, the Avila Theory Instagram, like more more um, topical stuff. I mean, we've d- we've done a bunch of uh, Instagram stories about the Red House and about the cabin, and we'd love to share more about that with you. So. Um, Yeah, hopefully this was useful. We will share some links in the show notes. Love yourself and spread love around. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Cheers.